Jam. Hello. Here it is. We're live again. It's Wednesday. This is Jenny and Ian's Feel Great Podcast. Hope you're having a lovely Wednesday. Thank you for joining us. If you're one of the naughty ones that's at work right now and you've just logged on to Facebook, search Gem Radio, and you're watching us in a studio filled with pigs again. Pigs everywhere. Yes, thank you very much. A lot of you are already saying hi. We'll give you a shout out very soon. Now let's just let you know what's coming up on today's Feel Great podcast. We're going to be talking about Ian's new liberating yet slightly dangerous way to clean his bathroom. It's beautiful. Um, we're asking what goes unprotected in your life. <laughs> Basically, Jenny can't have nice things. Yeah, we're establishing this, aren't we? Uh, we found the ultimate quiz for you to get involved with, which is going to get you all excited for the most romantic day of the year, Valentine's Day tomorrow. Plus, we're going to be playing the greatest game, well, the second mm. greatest game in radio history. Fill the pigs back. But with a little bit of a twist. That we're not happy about. Let's say a couple of shout-outs to everyone watching right now. Crystal Freeman says, love the pig, guys. Thank you very much, Crystal. Hello to Claire Sharp, Craig Collier, Robert Cole, Ryan Lount, Tracy Lewis, Ches Tomlinson. Keep commenting along if you're watching live on Facebook right now. We will give you a shout-out. And feel free to talk about anything that we're talking about and you're part of the discussion with us. Yeah, please get involved because this is also your Feel Great podcast. Now, uh, in the studio, we have about, I would say, seven thousand fill the pig cuddly toys yeah um we have me we have ian hello. we have producer pete hello producer pete hello. and somebody else is here Gems, feel great news newsreader tom hello i've just arrived uh, having hot footed it from the news booth where i have just delivered a news bulletin at four o'clock yep. unfortunately during the last story i managed to get hiccups oh uh, did you <coughs> so, so were you hiccuping live on the radio so um Anyone who'd been listening to that will probably pull the audio off and use that next week. That's What's the best fantastic. way to get rid of hiccups, do we think? You hold your breath and you yeah. think about three um, overweight bold men that you know. Nope. Me. I mean, that sounds creative. <laughs> Not you, Tom. Shush. Oh. Listen to this, right? Just keep saying watermelon over and over again. Watermelon. But fast. Like watermelon. Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. I mean, we haven't got hiccups now, so... So no, I am neither. Yeah. Held the right. old breath, so well, managed well, to get out of that one quite well. This is Tom's feel great news. We've established that, you know, it, first of all, it was like, I felt great, now I don't news. Then, yep. then it's become, in the past few weeks, I'm going to be fair to you, Tom, you've really pulled it out of the bag and it has become like, feel okay news. So how are you going to make us feel great this week? Okay, well, I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, the trailer for the new Aladdin film's out. Seen and it. Okay, see you, you later. Thanks you for the. You don't win points for that. Carry oh. on, Tom. And you don't interrupt me because Sorry. I get a small segment of this podcast yeah, it's true. <laughs> to do my bit. Sorry, go um, on, continue. It's not like the two of you. Apologies. <laughs> so, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by a weird northern man. The trailer <laughs> for the new Aladdin film's out, and I'm interested to see what you both made of it. If you'd let me speak, I would have asked you. Obviously, it features <laughs> the greatest rapper in the world, that yep. is Will Smith. But people seeing him all blue in his role as the genie have got a bit of a mixed reaction to it, to say the least. So where do you stand and what are your thoughts would have been my question had he not interrupted me. Jenny, what do you think? I think he makes a very, very fetching genie. I like... Fetching. Okay, we've just put a picture up on, uh, on the Facebook okay. Live. So just to describe him, he's got a little sort of... I would call that a mohawk. He's got a small goatee. They've made his ears pointy. Obviously, he's blue because the genie is blue. And he has been working out. I'm sorry, I never thought I'd fancy a genie, but yeah, come at me, Will Smith as a genie. I think this is his sexiest role ever. As a massive fan of Will Smith, I Greatest was rapper in the world. Well, I saw him in Blackpool Live last year, so chill out. Um, it was the I was absolutely buzzing to see him all in blue 
ready to take on one of the most iconic Disney roles of all time. I just think his forehead looks a little bit too big. Can we see it one more time, please, producer Pete? I just don't remember the genie having such a big forehead. Are you kidding? <laughs> he had the biggest forehead the ever. Biggest Did forehead. He? It wasn't yeah. that big, was it? Was, it? it was 86% forehead, official stats. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I think they measured it, didn't they? And they came out with that official I mean, 13% stat. of all statistics are made up. Yeah. But that one, <laughs> well. Uh, actually, here's, here's you a, be the judge. a comment on Facebook. Um, Claire Sharp says he looks cold. He has got little nips in that, hasn't he? In that, like, don't in that don't talk about he, don't, don't do that. I think she's on about the fact that he's blue. Little, oh, yeah, oh my little nips. Will Smith's little nipples. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I, what I will say is it does look like a bit of a bargain bin jobby. Like yeah. he, he does look like he's literally been painted blue with a roller, and like instead of like as opposed to CGI blue, where I thought it would be really special. Yeah. It does look a bit like if if he gets a bit wet in one of the scenes. Like, I don't know, say Aladdin <laughs> like sweats on him or something. Yeah. It's gonna run. It does well, look a bit. You can imagine the producers and directors of the film. Like the rest of the the cast and the crew are easier to to, to do because none of them are blue and massive. <laughs> So like, <laughs> good point. You can imagine it's a tough one to do, isn't it? You've got to make a, a, a normal human being because this isn't the animated version mm-hmm. into a big giant blue genie. Well, yeah, that's true. So I, I would say all thumbs round, up. we're saying thumbs up. Yeah, that's well, it. ultimately, it's a good thing because he set those people who sit up all night making memes. He gave them four nights' work, didn't he? Just yeah. by yeah. going in that. So good for them. Good hey, for I them. Bet they had a great time. Yeah, great day. I think that's feel great. Uh, Son, I'm thanks gonna, for your approval. Just gonna finish on Son because she's nailed it. He looks like a Smurf. You're yeah. right. He Do you remember when you were at uni and like lads would go out dressed as Smurfs? Oh gosh, you'd either go at uni, you'd go out dressed as a Smurf or a crayon. Yeah. That's the rule. Yeah, yeah. Or, way. or a golfer for some inexplicable yes. reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to wake up with just face paint all over your pillows. It's what always yeah. happens. Go Sun on nailed then. it. Story two, Tom. Okay, so this is a good one, actually. A woman has been labelled super mum after showing off her incredible lunchbox prep for her children. Ooh. She spent 11 hours preparing a staggering amount of food for her two kids to enjoy over the next few weeks. She says the extreme preparation made her feel like she had sold her soul but she now has, and I'm just waiting for Pete to stick the graphic up on there now, have a look at that. She has filled bags full of 60 pizza scrolls, 28 sandwiches, chopped oranges, cookies, and snack bags of grapes. She's frozen all the food, and she's just going to take it out, whatever she needs for her two kids in the morning. Now, if you're watching on the Facebook, you can see that is just an absolute legend of a mum. I totally agree. I live for efficiency and I imagine the thought of doing this once a week when she does it is absolutely devastating and daunting but you know when it's done I bet once a week uh, well how often does she do it I don't know, but she spent 11 hours. Imagine doing that once a week. Okay, no, fine. Yeah. Once a month. Once a month. Even better. Even once a month. And then when it's done, she can just sit back. Oh, she's no, got food. Yes. She's got food until they leave home. It's fantastic. She's prepared food until, they, until they've <laughs> yes. gone there. Yeah, but then they're going to be having the same packed lunch forever. No, they're not. There's variety there. Look, did, I not, did you not hear me? I yeah, said, said 60 pizza scrolls, yeah. 28 sandwiches, chopped yeah. oranges, cookies, snack bags of grapes. The combinations are almost yeah, endless. There's just there's such a thing as too much preparation. What about living for the moment? Like, I can't even do a week's worth of ironing in one shift. I iron my clothes in the morning, I'm wearing them. This is because you're a redundant human being. Well, I'm you're not, not an actual adult, adult. So this, this lady is a mum and she's busy and she's on the go. Ian finds things difficult. Leave hey, him alone. D- okay, sorry. Guys, sorry, I'm a fan of fresh food. C- can I just... <laughs> I like oh. fresh food. Fresh. What fresh 
you're, you fresh have, bread. Right. How many fresh kids pan. do you prepare stuff for in the morning? I just want to say. Just myself. I just exactly. want to say, he, he's saying fresh food. Fresh. You have Pop-Tarts every single day fresh of your Pop-Tarts. life. And you can't even be bothered fresh to put them in the toaster. Cold. So he has them cold. Cold and fresh. Yeah, cold and fresh. He cold. They're not cold and fresh. Also, I just think this woman, how big is her freezer? That's she's got to have one of those. Question. She's got to have one of those chest freezers, like the one off Friday night dinner, haven't they? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, they keep a fox in. No, get rid of the fox and then put the put the food back in. Do you know there. what? No one in this studio. I know you're all the same as me. Imagine having that sort of supply of food in your house, and when you're feeling a little bit peckish, not going. I can just have one of the frozen cookies. That's a, I can just have one of the frozen egg sandies. That's a very good point because if I know something's there, I'll eat it. I can't, exactly. I'm a devil in that respect. I'm with you there, Ian. I saw Pete's face then. Frozen egg sarni is an absolute no-go. <laughs> oh, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Imagine, God. imagine... Yeah. Boiling an egg, making it, making it into an egg mayo sarni, <laughs> then freezing it and thawing it back. Ugh. That is sending me worse, please That don't. doesn't make me feel great. No. Uh, do you know, and Amanda Ford had a look at that picture and she said, that's a snack for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do feel like I could demolish all that food. Give me, give me two days, it's gone. Give me a car journey from my home to Jen. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I think we could all learn a lot from her. We'd, yeah, we'd live a, a fair play. less various life, but um, 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 an easier life, a quicker yeah. life. It's a hell of an effort. Yes, yeah. it very is. A lot of people are saying, I would love one of those pigs. That's what Sue's saying, and a few others. Gotta um, play Phil the Pig for Gotta that, play Sue. Phil the Pig. You gotta have a pet that's not a cat or a dog. Ooh, or maybe not. We'll talk to you about that a little bit later on. Yeah, we don't really want to talk about that. Um, have you got a third story? or What do you think? We mm. always ask that. It's always us three. Have you got one? Yeah. Okay, okay cool. that was wasted well, on me because I don't remember if you do two or three. No, you've been around the tank since forget. the last podcast, haven't you? <laughs> yes. Been around there once and, oh, this is all shiny I and new. I just spent the last 20 minutes filling this studio with 7,000 pigs, so I'm sorry if my mind isn't completely straight yeah. right now. Can I you... like how it becomes more and more every single time. <laughs> Give us your third story. There's only 13 pigs here and a lot of mirrors. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I just say, Vicky has asked me to do this twice. I ignored you the first time, Vicky, because I don't want to do it, but I'll do it. Tell Jenny I like her outfit. Thanks, Vicky. Describe really your outfit, nice. Jenny, for anybody who's just listening to <laughs> it. If you're listening, now let me know. Right, I'm going to let you know. She's as cave girl. I'm going to let you know what happens behind the scenes here at Jen because I've chosen a fun outfit today. I thought it's midweek. We're doing the Feel Great Podcast. I'm yeah. going to go fun. So I'm wearing a black pinafore. Underneath is a long sleeve top, which is orange with like tiger stripes on in black. And I've got a little uh, orange headband on, right? I walk in. I've got in, great. I've gotten in the door. <laughs> I've got in the door four minutes and I'm feeling good about myself. Yeah. Ian goes... Oh, are you here to do the washing up? Because I've got the like old twenties housewife kind of scarf washing thing on up, my head. And then uh, producer Paul, who works on the Gem at Breakfast show, um, he goes, "Oh, you you come dressed as a Thundercat." Yeah. Now this is within four minutes of being in the building. I'm sorry if you have this within your workplace. This is what HR is for. I just threw a stapler at your head. Yes, again, that's what HR is for. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, uh, Vicky, I you. only ignored you. You've asked me. I only ignored you because um, I didn't want to tell Jenny she looked nice. She does look nice, though. Uh, number three, please, Tom. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So finally, I'm here to help you out if you've not been to the shop or been creative ahead of the big day tomorrow, which is, of course... Valentine's. Valentine's. <laughs> yes. So are you stuck for what to get your other half? No. Well, I'm ready to help you on what... Not to get. Oh, okay, yeah, I like this. Because I thought you were going to say what to get, but you said not. not exactly. This is, exciting. This is okay. why I'm here. This is why I get paid the big... This is what why I get... We... 
paid. This is why. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the top 20 worst Valentine's Day gift, according Ooh. to a recent poll. I love it when we have a guessing game yeah. here because Ian shouts, guess who? Guess who? Chocolate. Worst. Worst? Are you one. kidding? Who doesn't want chocolate? Well, it's generic, isn't it? If you get chocolate, you could have got that from the garage like, oh, on your way home. I could officially tell you that chocolate is the worst. It's not on the list. Oh, right. Okay, so I spoon. would say that the worst... Spoon. ...is a spoon. Sorry. I mean, that would be a really bad present. Yeah. What kind of a spoon, though? Because you're always running out of teaspoons. It's just a bog-standard spoon. Is that There's no it? spoon okay. in front of me, but there is a kitchen accessory on I, there. There you go. That'll count then, won't it? I nope. think it's flowers. Because, for me, I associate flowers with... Whenever I've gotten flowers in the past from a guy, it's because they've done something wrong. So I dread receiving flowers because I just think, oh, what have you done? What are you going to tell me now? People just can't be nice to you, can they? No! Right, is this on there? Because let's Wait, go with... flowers. Oh, sorry. Flowers. Not strictly... Normal Roses. flowers. Ooh. Dead flowers have made oh, yeah. it on there. Oh, who's giving someone dead I've done flowers? That before. I have done that before. Because I don't know the difference between <laughs> alive flowers and dead ones. I'll tell you, one's alive, one's dead. No, because if you're swinging by a garage, you're <laughs> running late and you grab them from outside. Sometimes you can't, you don't give them the full inspection. Sometimes they need. you close your eyes the whole way that you're holding them until you give them to your partner and then you open your eyes and go, oh, they're dead. That's what happens. It's the only way you could mistake a, a dead flowers okay. for a live one. Okay, okay, okay. Amanda okay. Ford says a husband and uh, Sue, <laughs> and Sue, Hick- <laughs> Sue Hickling says an iron. An iron. Ooh. You're quite close with an iron. I'll give you both one more guess each, shall I? And then I'll rele- relieve you. Yeah. Please don't relieve do that. you. That's um, not the word, is it? I will. I'll put you out of your misery and tell you the 20. I think it is like a practical gift. Like, I'm going to say, is it uh, like a toaster? And I'm going to say a book. Okay, eyes down. Here we go. All 20. A tin of baked beans, a live tarantula, an Ooh. ironing board cover. So you were close with an iron. A plastic sheep, a desk tidy, <laughs> a car frost cover, a tyre pump, a tea bag, bathroom scales. No one needs those. Ooh. A watering can fitting. Not even the whole watering can. <laughs> a screwdriver set, a wheelbarrow, Ooh. a bike pedal, a sausage roll, which I would love. A pack of cigarettes, a toy snake, shaving foam, dead flowers, a torch, and that kitchen accessory was a colander. So anybody who's thinking <laughs> oh. what not to get, and this is not just me making it up either, this has come from a recent poll. So if you're short of something to get, get one of those 20 and you'll probably be single. I just feel bad for the guy that's sat there right now holding a fake snake and a colander with a bow on. Well, just I just buzzing. thought it's what you <laughs> wanted, my <laughs> love. I thought I'd nailed it this year. Screwdrivers <laughs> and an ironing board cover. <laughs> Nothing says I love you like an ironing board cover. It doesn't, it doesn't, because uh, it really doesn't. Well, you know what? I've learnt a lot there. I know what not to get, so thank you very much. I do feel great after that news bulletin. What are you, uh, can you say what you're getting your wife or would she be watching right now? Uh, she she loves the show. She loves my bit and then switches off after I've okay, so we I've gone. Oh, so um, can we say what you're getting for your fiance, Ian, or is it? Um, it's secret. Okay, it's secret. So this has been great. I'm glad. This has I been asked. a great oh, feature. You what are you getting for your other half? Well, I'm completely single. Thank you for pointing Ooh, that out. So ready to just buying, I'm buying. Ready to go. Nothing. So yeah. Full steam and ahead. I'm not going to get a packet of cigarettes, cigarettes and an What's iron board cover, am I? So. Uh going to be a terrible day for me tomorrow. Should we just get her some dead flowers just to make her feel yeah. happy? Thanks, guys. Yeah. That's what friends are for. Thanks, okay. Tom. Round of applause for news. Cheers, Tom. That was good. Woo-hoo! Thank you, friends. See you Thank later. You. Um, Ian. Yeah. I've noticed during Tom's Bye. wonderful Bye, Bye, Tom. Tom. Bye, Tom. Uh, wonderful news that um, you, you've commented on what I'm wearing. Thank you yeah. again, Vicky, for saying that it's nice. You're wearing a hoodie, aren't you? Yeah, I am, yeah. Bright red. And it's warm in here. It's yeah. very warm in here. The aircon is extremely hot today. Um, do you have anything underneath that? i got a T-shirt on underneath. 
you got a t-shirt. Black t-shirt underneath. So you're wearing two layers. Yeah, right. Right. Two, right. Okay. So the guys at Gem at Breakfast, we're talking about something this week. I, I, I really don't agree with two layers. I think you go a one layer wonder. Okay. Um, Joe from Gem at Breakfast could not believe her boyfriend's disgust because of something she was wearing, or should we say, just not wearing. I was wearing like a sweatshirty type jumper the other day, and my boyfriend was like horrified, like. What? You're just wearing that with no T-shirt? As though it was a really weird thing to do, but I just wear a jumper like it's just a jumper. No, I feel like you don't want to get trapped in a jumper, though. That's the thing. Like, what that's do you mean why, trapped well, in a jumper? Always, that's why you always wear a T-shirt underneath. Great point from Sparky. Always wear a T-shirt underneath for many reasons. Number one is, if you get a little bit sweaty... Which you do a lot. Which I do, you know yeah. that. Like, you can just whip off your T-shirt and put the jumper back on. But either way, you should never wear a jumper on its own. Let us know on Facebook what you think. Do you wear something under your jumpers or do you just go skin slash, I guess, bra? Because I ha- I could not, for-, for the life of me, I could not stomach another bit of material moving around underneath a hoodie. I mean, it's got me in tricky situations before where I've been out and I've been a bit too hot. I'm like, say I'm wearing a zip-up hoodie yep. and I'm going, oh it's, wa- oh, it's warm in here. And my friends go, well, just take your hoodie off. And I'm like, oh, I'd be sat here in my undies if yeah. I did that. I can't do that. Um, but I-, I would rather be hot than have this annoying bit of like do you not get rub does it not rub and cat oh what with the t-shirt underneath yeah are we talk- let's talk about thickness levels here does that make any influence on your decision to wear a t-shirt underneath if you've got a thick jumper would you wear a t-shirt underneath absolutely i wouldn't in any situation here's here's my rule though what i right. would say is if you've got as a woman if you've got your bra on you don't need a layer in between the bra and the hoodie if you've not got your bra on for whatever reason then i would say you're going to need like a very tight vest one that's not going to move but one that is going to offer support why so uh, be- because I don't want several... I just don't like it. I feel restricted. As a person, I want to feel free. And I feel like it's... I feel like... I'll tell you what it is. It's a chest prison. And I don't want that. Do you know what? We need to talk about about nipples because this is the key influencer here when it comes to... I was at a comedy night on Monday night, right? And it was... There was a stage. Mm -hmm. There were bright lights. Mm. And some chap has done what you do and a lot of others, which is gone up there, he's gone commando, he's gone... Just a just a thin jumper. Okay, good. The choice. lights are shining bright. Yeah, he could have been te- he could have been delivering Peter Care level material, mm-hmm. and I want to laugh because all I could do was stare at his pointy nipples. Right. So what I'm saying is, you wear a t-shirt underneath because look, we all get a bit of point on every so often. Well, I can still see your point on. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't see my nipples. <laughs> you just looked down to check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, hey, we've got some we've got some correspondence, but I honestly think it's it all comes down to nipples. But then Kizzy Crisp says, just jumper. I feel the same as Jenny. Kizzy Crisp, you're right. Maybe this is a man and woman thing because Sparky agreed with you and Joe fiercely agreed with me. Mm. Um, Michelle says no T-shirt. Louise says I never wear a T-shirt under my jumper only when I wear a hoodie. Okay, because I guess a hoodie is baggier so then the yeah. T-shirt is more acceptable. If you're wearing a skin-tight jumper with, with a T-shirt underneath, I'd say you're, there's a special place in hell for you. <laughs> there really is. Like, you should not. What is wrong with you? That's not okay. Sierra says if it's cotton, T-shirt can be forgotten. Completely disagree. Cotton can be forgotten. Okay, fine. Maybe they're the rules we've established. All right. All this week on Gem at Breakfast, Joe's been talking about Alexa. And if you've got Alexa, Mm. you'll know this. If you say to Alexa, hey, Alexa, let's play a game, read my mind. Mm. She does this incredible thing where she'll ask you, 
like questions about a character that you're thinking about. Yeah. Like it can be a film character, it can be a cartoon character, it can be any of them. I've done it and it blew my mind. Right. She always gets it right, doesn't she? She always gets it right. Mm-hmm. But Joe from Gem at Breakfast thinks that Alexa is completely pointless. Okay, this is what happened on Gem at Breakfast today. We've got down to a female yeah. in a 90s movie. It won Best Picture in the 90s. Does the movie involve a massive cruise ship? Yes. <laughs> breathe, breathe, stop being excited. Breathe. Okay. Is the character played by Kate Winslet? Yes. <laughs> Is the character Rose from Titanic? Let's find out. I guess that you are thinking of Rose to with Bukater. Wow. Am I right? Come on! No! How has she no. done that? No! no. Stop it! No! I'm not playing anymore! I'm king of the world. So just to clarify, Joe's got Google in front of her there. Yeah. And she's doing basically what Alexa does, which is search the internet to try and figure out which character you're thinking of. And she's done it as well as Alexa's done it. Joe is as good as Alexa, which means no one needs Alexa in their life. Can I say, I don't have an Alexa and I will never, ever have an Alexa because I find it weird, right? Yeah. There was there was a time in the 70s and stuff where everyone was worried that their phones were being tapped and the government were listening. All right. Aliens were rocking and rolling back then. All that kind of stuff was just going yeah. off, right? And everyone was paranoid. Yeah. And now, welcome 2019, we're letting these robots into our house that are listening to everything we're doing just so they can, I don't know, pop up every now and again when we want them to play a song rather than us use our thumb maybe four taps to put on a song it's honestly when you really think about it it's terrifying and ridiculous she's a freak she is she's an absolute freak I hate Alexa like I walk in and like I catch her and I'm like are you looking are you listening to me right now but then at the same time she doesn't listen she doesn't listen to me. Well, you can't actually join in on the discussion of hating Alexa because... She doesn't understand my northern accent, Jenny. But you use her a hell of a lot, don't you? We, I try we, to. We, we had a meeting yesterday over the phone, you and I and producer Pete. Oh. And <laughs> you kept interrupting because we'd say things and you'd go, oh, that reminds me. And you'd go, Alexa, remind, remind me to call the bank at four o'clock. And she'd go, reminding you to call the bank at four o'clock in a really creepy voice. You use her a lot. You, you cannot say she's basically your fiance when your fiance is not around she is looking after your life all right look if she understood my northern accent <laughs> i think i could fall in love with her because she is rich there are parts of it that are really helpful <laughs> like she told i asked her how to spell danny devito the other day and she told me <laughs> of course she did because they're the conversations that you have with your robot that lives in your house that you've invited to live in your house why doesn't she is, is it the northern twang it's the northern twang okay with this i can completely sympathize with Alexa, because none of us know half the time what you're on about. She thinks when I say home, I'm saying hen. <laughs> and what's hen? I don't know. No wonder she's confused. She's just making up words. Paul says Alexa must be an alien. Right. Louisa says my Alexa's safe. She's good to use. Mm. Vicky says James Arthur has one. <laughs> so there you go. That's well, interesting. If James Arthur has one, we, sh- we should all do it. That means we all need to go get tattoos all the way down our sleeves and have a c- uh, quite a controversial haircut that re- resembles a bowl like Ian's. <laughs> if we're all going to live up. like James Arthur, that's what we need to do. So you don't think you'll ever want an Alexa? I think you should get one. The only good thing about Alexa, which which I think is good considering, especially like it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, is that, you know, she records everything. Yeah. She records, she's listening all the time. Again, she records it all. Say you have an argument 
in your house. Say you're just chilling in your flat, you and Bobby, yeah. and you have a bit of a heated discussion. In an argument, does it not always end up like this? Well, you said that. I didn't say that. Yeah. You did. You said yes. that. No, I didn't. Where were you? Because I was here. This That's, happened to me yesterday. This is how all arguments. So what we could do is, for them moments, call on Alexa, yeah. and she could go, this is what actually happened. And then, like oh. most discussions, Bobby would go, yeah. see, I was I right. I was wrong. And- yeah. <laughs> Bobby will go, I was wrong. You were right, Ian. So maybe Alexa's going to make Valentine's Day a bit more lovely because she could potentially save all relationships across the world. Well, I'll tell you what's going to make Valentine's Day more lovely. What's that? Tomorrow night at 7pm. You need to spend your Valentine's night with us. Joe and Sparky are doing something awesome. Whether you're single and you're like, what am I going to do? Or whether you're in a couple and you're like, oh, I can't bother to do anything, yep. but I feel like I should. This is perfect because you can do this instead and you don't need to leave the house. They're doing a special social experiment that's going to be shown on Facebook Live, just like this. Right here, brother. Yeah. Just, right here. Just like what you're doing right now. They're going to go live. You click on it. You get involved. You can comment along. It's going to be great. It is called Made for Each Other. Joe and Sparky, with your help, are going to try and determine if the couples you meet are Meant to be together. Just for watching this, right? You might get the occasional shout out from Ian, who'll probably pronounce your name wrong. And yeah. I'll say hi, and we 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 love you. Might get a pig. Yeah, you might get a might pig. Might get a pig. But just for watching, made for each other tomorrow night, you could win tickets to see George Ezra in his Big G. sold out show, sold out at the Motorpoint Arena, plus a meal for two, two. at the Cock and Hoop, and Boop. an overnight stay at the Lace Market Hotel. Luxury. It's a luxury Absolute retreat luxury. in the heart of Nottingham's creative quarter. We love the Lace Market Hotel, so get involved tomorrow. But right now, to get us all in the mood for Valentine's Day, we have a made-for-each-other-inspired quiz that we're going to play. Because who doesn't love a quiz? It's got some of the most well-known couples in the world. The winner of this, between Ian and I, because we're going to go head-to-head, is going to be crowned Love Guru (laughs) of the East Midlands. Back to love. Hello, Producer Pete. Hello. Okay, so I've got a couple of questions for you. All you have to do is, if you know the answer, shout out your name. Ian! Exactly. Like that. Jenny. Oh, calm down. Practice. For the love of... Calm Laura. down. Sorry, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Perfect. See, I get extra points for being nice and yeah. being, you know, considerate. Sorry. If you get the question wrong, the question automatically goes over to the other person. Mm-hmm. And we get a second chance. You don't get a second chance. Oh, right. They just get they, the point. They don't get no, the point, they but they get to, get to answer guess. it. So it goes over to them. Gosh, uh, we've okay. already lost him, Pete. We've already oh, lost oh him. Playing a quiz. Just, just please. Here we go. Question number one. I promise it is quite easy Can to I start with. Can I just say, comment along on Facebook, because we're really notoriously rubbish at anything that uh, requires any amount of thinking, like Phil the pig, bless him. Um, so please comment along on Facebook. Let's do this. Come on, producer Pete. Okay, quest- Give the doctor love what he needs. Question number one. Donald Duck shares the title of Disney's second most loved couple behind Mickey and Minnie, but what is the name of his girlfriend? Jenny. Daisy. Correct. Yes! See, you, you stay calm, you stay collected, Relax. you get the point. That's one to me. Let's go. Question number two. It gets a bit harder from here. Bring it. Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne have been oh, married for on. 36 years, but how many children do they have? Ian. Yeah. Three. Oh, that was such a lucky guess. Correct. Oh, that Ozzy. was such a Osborne. lucky guess. Rock and roll. Jack, love. Kelly and Amy. Yeah, I could have said that. Amy was never in the Osbournes because she didn't want to. That's so annoying. <gasps> oh. That was such a lucky guess. For the record, Tanya... Got it right for your the first question. And so did Kizzy. Both went with Daisy. So did Ryan. And Tanya also went for three. So the, the listeners are getting it right as well. they probably knew that. They didn't just pull an answer. They better not be asking Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number three. Beyonce and Jay-Z are the biggest powerhouse couple in the world. Uh, controversial, but yeah. okay. But what was the title of their first and... duet? Crazy in Love. Incorrect. 
Oh, I know what it is. If you know this, just I know what it is. comment along on Facebook. I'm watching it on Facebook on a bit of a delay. Oh, I know what it is. We're just going to kill a bit of time because I've got all the time in the world, haven't I, with this because I you didn't do. jump in. You do? So, uh, no, you got please, five seconds, five. Please comment along four, on Facebook three, with the answer because I don't... Right, you're not getting any comments, sir. Uh, no, uh, uh, do you know you jumped in with your silly, crazy, and love guests? I'm just going to wait because someone might know this. He is in that, but this. it's not that. I know what it is. And this is. Um... <laughs> oh, look, come on! You have got to put a timer on this, Pete. No, no. Just be that was it? You just said we that. can't. We can't be here all day. No. All right. So, <laughs> hurry up and comment along, please. Five seconds um, from now. Five. No, I mean Cheryl Louise. Oops, someone said hello. Four. Oh gosh, someone's. Three. Vicky's still talking about James Arthur in his Two. director. Oh. <laughs> Zero. Bonnie and Clyde. I knew it was Bonnie and Clyde. Correct, it was. Would so, just Bonnie and Clyde on? was off Jay Z's album Blueprint in 2002. Crazy in Love was released a year later. Two Three one to me. Can I just thank Claire Sharp for that? Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And Vicky Harvard, I love your comment about James Arthur's yeah. Alexa, but we've moved on. So, this is the decider. <laughs> Final question, guys. Come on. It's not it, the decider because it's, it's 2 1. Yeah, no, but, but this is going to decide. Right. This, this is worth two. Oh, right. Brilliant. Okay. Cool. Let's go. Two oh points. Goodness. You both have to answer this, and it's the closest two that will get it right. Oh, right. Ooh. We have spoke about this before last Saturday, but how long have the Queen and Prince Philip been married for? Ian, oh, we're both answering. You can go first. 70 years. Okay. 70 years. 72 years. Bringing home the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually 71. <laughs> So oh, we both no. get two. So you both get Which a means I win four to three. Yeah. Thank you no. very much. That's got to work. Who's cheering? I'd just like to thank everyone watching along on Facebook, especially you, Claire Sharp, who uh, gave me the answer. I'd like to thank Phil the Pig. I'd like to thank Phil the Pig. I'd like to thank Ian for his stupidity. Why it's are you been... thanking Phil the Pig? Well, because he's, he's, nothing to he's do the love us. of my life. So Tony Shaw got it right. 71. Right. There you go. Ooh, that was lovely. Jenny's love yeah. guru of the East Midlands. Everybody. Thank you, Pete. Now, if you listen to this show on a regular basis, you will know that we have an ongoing saga here at Jem, here at Jenny and Ian, of why Jenny just can't have nice things. Right after what you admitted yesterday, I cannot believe it. Just let's just talk. Let's talk about the fact that you can't have any nice things. You so, can't have any nice things. In fact, we need to keep all nice things away from you immediately. Let's just recap on some of the things you've broken recently, Jenny. So in the last two months, we established on Saturday, I've broken two iPhones, an iPad. <laughs> uh, I got my favourite coat and trainers covered in candle wax. And just generally anything I'm around tends to break. I'm just not considerate yeah. of things. I'm not someone that values material things. I don't look after things. I don't, I don't go ahead and, and protect things, okay? Yes, you don't. And before you tell the old most recent story. Mm. If you're watching this on Facebook Live right now, I've got a question for you. Comment along. What goes unprotected in your life? Okay, I will tell you. Put that in the comments. And and, and please do it and do it proudly because yeah. I'm going to tell you why I don't protect things. So I recently, after destroying two iPhones, had to get another. You've yeah. got no choice. You need a phone, right? Yeah. So I did it and I got one of the newer ones just because you get the better deals on them. But you obviously need to look after it. It's a very expensive phone. So I was like, right, for the first time in my life, I'm going to think ahead. I'm going to get a protective case. Okay, I went clever to, move. Yeah, I went into a, a store. I got one of the most industrial, like, hard-notch cases. It cost, Ian, 30 quid. 
Not a cheap case. Not a cheap phone case that's at it, all. That's way too much for a phone case. Okay, but I was like, this is going to look after it and protect it because yeah. I'm rubbish at looking after things. So I did this. I clipped it on. For the last week, any time I've recorded a video on my Instagram, Jenny Longdon Radio, if you ever see any of the videos I do... Um, you, don't you do dare do cheap plugs for your Instagram. Um, you're going to have thought, ooh, that microphone sounds a bit weird. Anybody I've spoken to on the phone has said, are you like going underwater. through a tunnel? Are you underwater? Why yeah. is it weird? Turns out, after contacting EE and having a very angry conversation saying I've literally just got this phone and the microphone's broken and I went off a little bit you know like you do yeah. they said why don't you just check if anything's covering the microphone because it is a brand new phone isn't it yeah and I had the embarrassing moment of looking and going oh oh yeah so I got the wrong phone case and it's actually just covering the microphone humiliating that is really embarrassing I was on such a high horse that I was absolutely embarrassed so yeah from now on everything is just going <laughs> no, unprotected just because you got the wrong phone case is not a reason for you not to ever have a case on any of your stuff now listen to some of these comments on Facebook okay right I asked what goes unprotected in mm-hmm. your life Cheryl I'm not reading your comment out Ryan <laughs> My games console goes unprotected. Lauren says her bank card goes unprotected. That's dangerous. Wow. Laird says, my car, it's scrapped. Uh, Roxanne says, no comment. And Tony Shaw says, kettle. Oh, Tanya's is great. Everything on our coffee table goes unprotected. We've got two big dogs. That'll go everywhere. Tony Shaw, why why is someone protecting their kettle? This is next level of protection. Like I don't even protect my iPhone. Why would you protect your kettle? That's a really good question. Why, I, 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 it might be a really nice kettle. Tony Shaw, let us know. Maybe it's one of them smeg ones. Or also, have you ever had it where like, you grab your kettle by the sides, like, where you just go to pick it up? Like that? Okay, it's really no, hot. Ian, because that will burn your hands. Maybe that's right? what he's doing. Maybe that's what he's doing. Okay, well, it's, it's quite similar to Claire, who says, I don't know how, but my husband has asbestos hands. He hardly ever wears oven gloves when handling scalding hot food. One day he'll burn himself. He doesn't protect his hands, bless him. Harry, I've never had a case on my phone, and it's been absolutely fine. You just yes. have to learn to look after things, Jenny. Mel, my mum is overprotective. She still has her phone in the shop packaging and refuses to take it off. Do you know what the most satisfying bit of getting a new phone is? Peeling off that. <laughs> that cellophane and I had a friend that wanted to keep it on and she handed it to me to look at and I went mate you've not done this peeled it, off. It, peeled it off she was livid because it don't ever go back on it's, how it's, it's off it's off that's right and Kizzy has just said everything in my life goes unprotected oh wow okay there you go Ian's discovered a new liberating way to clean his bathroom wait just brace yourself for brace this brace yourself Facebook <sighs> right do you know that awkward thing of when you have to clean your bathroom Nobody likes cleaning the bathroom. Look, the sink's pretty easy. The toilet, bog standard. See what I did there? Real easy to clean mm-hmm. your toilet. The floor, just mop it. But the issue comes when it comes to getting in the shower and leaning over and getting stuck into all the nooks and crannies. I hate get, it. Getting that grout done. Yeah, I hate you it. You know, top of the shower head, all that sort of oh, stuff. It can be really uncomfortable. Uh, if anything, you can injure yourself. Yep. So what I did was I did something fundamentally brilliant, <laughs> right? I did my kitchen. Mm-hmm did the bedroom, mm. did the hallway, mm. and then before I went in to tackle the bathroom, before I tackled it, right? Stripped off! Butt naked! Yeah, right? he did. I was swagging all over that bathroom. <laughs> don't. With Chris, nothing on me. Don't paint a... We but, don't need to paint this with our imagination brush. No, but listen to this, right? Imagine cleaning your, your shower while showering. It was so good. <laughs> so like, I'm just getting soaked, but I'm also getting into those nooks and crannies. The grout's looking fantastic. You know, all around the base of the bath. I'm just on my hands and knees, butt naked, scrubbing away, but also 
getting clean at the same time. It's cleaning like, while cleaning. It's like the Matrix, isn't it? You're getting cleaned while cleaning. It's, it's yeah. mind-blowing stuff. And I Incredible. get it. Things are easier when you're naked. What do you do naked? Yeah. Comment along on Facebook. This is a risque one. Be careful. Oh, um, Tanya's just said my mum pecked up when Ian said about stripping off. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Mrs. Watson, please. Yeah. Um, I get it right because you know, you know when you are having to move and change yeah. positions, yeah. your clothes don't always move with you socially. Sometimes... They're a hindrance. They're a pain. Yeah, they're a hindrance. Yeah. I get this. When I do, I do yoga at home, I mean, not nothing like exciting, just a couple of stretches and a couple of positions because it wakes me up in the morning, right? But I do it in the nuddy because if I have clothes on, even if they're tight-fitting like yoga clothes, they still drive me absolutely balmy. Plus, you're getting hot. You don't do that at the gym, do you? You mean in the privacy of your own home? Sorry, I should specify that. <laughs> uh, don't go, don't to, go to Jenny's gym. Do not, do not take your clothes off at the gym. I'm sure that's an arrestable offence. But at home, in my living room on my yoga mat, in the nuddy, yoga, you should see my cobra. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the downward facing dog Does gets Does anybody want to see Jenny's cobra? Because I don't want to see Jenny's cobra. Wow. So Sue's asked me, what are you cleaning with? Now... Who cares? He's naked. Yeah, I mean, that's the main event, isn't it? That's the money. I think she's asking because if you're using bleach, I know if I, even if my skin is near bleach, like even if it's just sort of absorbed into the air, my skin gets a reaction. So yeah. have you, if you drop bleach, I mean, we don't need to think well. No, look, this, <laughs> one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I embarked on this naked mission was because last time I did the bathroom, I got bleach on my best joggers. Right. So I thought that can't happen again because they cost 50 quid, so I'd rather get it on my skin. Right. Okay, so what you're doing is you don't mind the occasional little burn. Don't do that. Do not get bleach on your skin. Like a, thing, a, Doing just, things in the nuddy are great, but just be safe. Okay, just a few comments here that I want to read out. Um, Liz, that's a nice image about Ian. <laughs> uh, Kizzy, Ian, can we have a... Action replay. No. Uh, whoop, whoop, she says. No. And uh, Claire says, we don't believe him. We need photographic proof. This is disgusting. Liz Culprit, we need photos, please, of Ian. Right, what, what's not happening here is Ian doing a shower. Facebook Live, shower, shower clean. Shower Let's naked calendar 2019. <laughs> That's not happening. Honestly, it, that is a disgusting thought. Uh. Hello to Alison, who says, last summer I wallpapered the entire living room and my bedroom. It was too hot to do it in clothes. It was hot last summer. It was so hot. <laughs> it was, just in says I baked two dozen cupcakes once what a liberating experience lovely Jane I always clean the whole kitchen nude jump straight into the shower afterwards then use my towel to dry the floor tiles method to my <laughs> madness that is practical and Charlotte says I love cooking and eating breakfast in the nude Ooh. it's so liberating especially Ooh. on a Sunday morning you be careful with them uh, roast potatoes is all I'm saying <laughs> No, do you know, breakfast. No, it's Sunday morning. You're prepping Sunday dinner, aren't you? And I, I had some roast potatoes ones because I, I did them on the pan. Yeah. And it started spitting. The oil can spit. You don't want it spitting on you anywhere. Right, that's true. Great. Uh, Tanya Watson, your mum wants a video. Your mum needs a word with herself. Right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. I think there's, honestly, I think there's a business model here. This is horrible. I can't believe this. Oh, here we go. Now we've got the balances restored. Lard says, you, Ian, naked, no tar. We'll leave it there. All right, fine. Usually, we play Phil the Pig here, which we all know is the greatest game in radio history, and it's why we've got 14,000 pigs surrounding us in the studio. Yeah. However, we've dropped below a 30% success rate, so producer Pete has made us change the game to make it easier, haven't you, producer Pete? I have, yes. And last week, this didn't go too well, so we're hoping that it gets a bit better today. Yeah. Basically, Pete has been monitoring our success for what feels like an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> 
while we play the greatest game in radio history, and it's not going so well. So welcome. Can I have a bit of reverb for this one? Hello, one, two. Hello, one, two. Oh, no, that's... It's this Hello, one. one, two. Here we go. Welcome to Fill the Pig for Dummies. That's right. For Phil, Dummies. Fill the Pig yeah. for Dummies. Producer Pete also came up with the title for the game. Yeah, thank you, Pete. The rule for Fill the Pig is any animal except a cat or a dog. Now, the rule for Fill the Pig the Dummies is we only want cats and dogs. If you love cats and dogs, you're mm. going to love this game. <laughs> because all you need to do is tell us the name of your pet... And me and Jenny has 30 seconds. We have 30 seconds to guess if it's a cat or a dog. That's right. Simple as that. Just for playing along with Fill the Pig or Fill the Pig for Dummies, you win yourself one of these pigs that's surrounding us in the studio. It's a little cuddly pig. So They're I'm just going to model this pig now. So. He's just spinning it. Stop it. He's just spinning it around near the camera. Okay, so we've got a contestant lined up on the phone. Hello, who's there? It's Martin and Tracy from Leicester. Hey. Martin and Tracy. Hello. How are you both? Thanks. Good. Very good, very good. Guys, have you heard Phil the Pig before? Oh, yes. So I'm was this it. like an incredible moment for you that you were able to play along because you can play with either your cat or your dog? Yeah. Oh. Well, Tracy played before. Oh, really? Ooh. All right, you've come back for round two. This is a this is an interesting bit of intel then because this means you also have a pet that isn't a cat or a dog. And yeah. I'm thinking, could a cat or a dog live better? Oh, with, right. If only we could remember what that pet I was, can't that would that. help. All right, so Martin and Tracy, here's the way this is going to go down. You're going to tell us the name of your pet. We're going to deliberate for 30 seconds and then we're going to let you know whether we think it's a cat or a dog. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the name of your pet? Daisy. 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 Think about this for a second, right? Runs in the daisies mm-hmm. in a field. Yeah. Dog. I'm, I'm thinking dog as well. Oh, yeah. Because Daisy is a popular name for a cow, okay? Yeah. And dogs can have... All right, producer Pete, there, there is an explanation here. We're yeah. wasting time. And and dogs can have markings on them that like rep- a cow. resemble a cow. So can cats. However... Black and white cat. Real oh, common. Real, no, com- okay. real common. Oh, yeah, actually, maybe even arguably more common. Yeah. Alliteration. Daisy the dog. Da- that's what we've got to go for. Daisy, are we going with that? Daisy the dog, yeah. Okay, yeah All right, cool. Okay. Do you want me to do it? We, we need this win so badly. 20% success rate we're on. Martin and Tracy, is Daisy your pet dog? Yeah. Yes! 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 Woo! Woo! Let's, get the, let's get the massive crowd cheering again, Jenny. Let's get it. Yeah! So, guys, why is your dog called Daisy? I'll let you explain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the name just came to my head when I saw her. What is she? What dog is she? She's a basset hound. Oh, oh no, I love them so oh, much. What's Daisy up to right now? Having cuddles next to me. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the day before Valentine's Day, isn't it? I'm so Beautiful. jealous of you right now. I mean, I'm surrounded by 25,000 pigs, but the yeah. fact that you're sat cuddled up to Daisy is lovely. Uh, we are going to send you one of the pigs for playing along. Will that go to Daisy, do you think? Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember our other pet? Oh, I mean... Uh, no. I'm going to guess hamster. No. Gerbil. No. Nope. Okay. Are we playing Guess Our Other Pet? That's a good game, isn't it? <laughs> is that a spin-off? If we get this, if we no, get this right, no, do we no. get more points? No, guys, but you, I do have good news. You are back up to 31%, which means Woo! normal Fill the Pig rules now resume. resume. Again, the crowd! Yeah! Oh. Oh. Rabbit! Rabbit! It's a rabbit! It's a hedgehog! Oh, Guys, thank you so much for coming back on and playing. We'll send you a pig in the post and give our love to Daisy. 
Okay, oh, we will. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Yes, there you go. It's coming back. It's coming back. We did it. Pigs are everywhere. Yeah. And I'm very happy about it. Can I just say, I've been a bit distracted during this Feel Great podcast because yeah. the pigs molt a little bit. I mean, yeah, I, I should sell. And I've, I've got two. If you're not watching long, two are attached to my microphone and I'm inhaling the hair. Yeah, it's and horrible. it's sitting at the back of my throat. Yeah. And I have exceptionally large tonsils. Yeah. And I think she it's does. Just, I've seen them. I think it's just gathering on them. I'm spitting pig fluff right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you're listening, if you've watched on Facebook along with us, then thank you so much. Do join us at the same time next week. Yes. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating of not one, not two, not three, not four, but five stars, please. Only five will do. And leave us a review. We'll see you on Saturday morning. We're back with you from nine o'clock. Please join us. And as always, I'm going to hand over to my lovely partner in crime, Ian, for the final words. Oh, you always put me on a the nice spot. A nice blessing and a message to leave on. I love this. Whatever you do, walk through the field of love and enjoy yourself. I don't know. I don't we should know. we should absolutely stop doing this. We should we should stop doing Feel that. Feel the love. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Gem Feel Great podcast. Hear more by listening to Gem on 106 FM and DAB across the East Midlands and across the UK on the Gem app and your smart speakers. Gem.